0: If you have your bibles this morning let's go to john chapter four um i have a word i want to share today and um tonight um we're gonna we're gonna share dr morocco's message tonight and uh, you you know it's normally i would show it on a sunday morning but i really felt like the lord give me a word uh, for the church it's it's going to begin to tie into um to where i believe the church is uh, our, our church is headed this year and um and it's not completely the vision yet that God's given us because it's kind of unfolding <laughs> in, in multiple ways and I'm excited um, y- you know I- I'll say that through this time of prayer and fasting i don't I don't think I've ever felt the, the way I've felt it, you know in, in the spirit because because i I have a strong sensing of what God is wanting to do in the body of Christ and I, I've I've never, I've never felt this way, you know. Personally, as a as a believer, um, you know, I, I begin to get hungry this month, uh, and 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 as I begin to get hungry, I realize the Lord was willing to to to, to fill me up, and uh, and I believe that's what God wants to do in this hour. He wants to fill up, He wants to fill up every believer to a place of overflowing, because when we begin to be in a place of uh, overflowing, it's going to touch people around us. And uh, so I'm excited, you know, we, um, I'll, I'll be sharing the, that word tonight, and uh, so please don't miss tonight, and uh, because, I, you know, come with pen and paper, because we received a word from our senior pastor that's life-changing, and, uh, you know, I believe every word we receive from him is life-changing, but 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 come, come, come expecting to receive, uh, we'll share that tonight, and um, we're just, uh, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm excited about everything the Lord is doing in the body of Christ. So, amen. I, I don't know what happened there. I'm louder. Praise Jesus. I, that's every preacher loves being louder. You know what I'm saying? So, I, now I can preach. Praise Jesus. So, so if you have your Bibles, let's go to John chapter 4. Yes! There we go. Um, I like it. I like it. Leave it right there, How? That's great. Man, that, that's what I've been waiting on right there. Power. Give me more power. John chapter 4. Yes. That sounds a little loud. Does it sound too loud? I, I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I like it. I like it. John chapter four. You guys are going back here and messing with the sound now. It's perfect. Leave it alone. John chapter four. Let's pick up. Uh, I want to pick up at verse ten. Let's go ahead and stand for the reading of God's word. You do that. You can so you can stretch. You know, move move. You know, stretch a little bit. You know, get yourself feeling feeling ready to ready to go. Jesus, uh, John chapter 4, verse 10, Jesus answered and said to her, if you know the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him, he will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become, will become in him a fountain of water, springing up into everlasting life. Father, I thank you for your word. God, it's, 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 I, I'm grateful and thankful for your word. And, Father, I pray, Lord, even today, as, as, uh, Lord, as, as I'm being used by you, Father, I pray, Lord, give us, uh, give us eyes to see, Father, the, everything that your word has in it. And, Father, I, I pray, God, give us a heart, a heart to, 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 to receive, Father. And, 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 Lord, I pray, God, give us ears. Give us ears to hear. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So, Father, I pray, let, let faith touch people's minds today people's hearts people's eyes in Jesus mighty name amen amen praise God you can be seated you know as I as I was sharing you know there's there's much anticipation as we as we go into a new year and uh, I believe God is wanting to do to to do uh, amazing things in the body of Christ and uh, you know as we've been through this month of January I think we've had 35 to f- 35 37 salvations this year Um we as a church, you know, we uh, which is not a standard or a normal thing. We started January first with a revival meeting, and that that got extended for another five meetings. It's not a standard thing that most churches would do. Uh, there many times people are preparing for, you know, vision and prayer and fasting. And uh, the Lord spoke to me in December. God connected us with uh, with evangelist Michael Hughes, and uh, he'll be back with us in March because I, I feel it's important to to keep. To keep the pedal pushed down. Amen. And so we're going to do that as a church this year. And, um, and as doctor shared his word, um, you know, to the, to the church, ju- just so people understand that if you're visiting, you know, KC right now worldwide is we're, we're roughly in 600 locations worldwide. It's um, I- I- it's uh, Casey is a movement. It's not something that's small. But it's something that God is doing, and um, you know. And I'm going to have Brother Greg and uh, uh, Brother Brian share tonight just a little bit about being at conference, and uh, you know, because uh, you know God moved and He touched He touched us in a powerful way. So, I, I want to look at something today in this text because, as we were in prayer last night, I, I the Lord just I mean it was like a a, a download that the Lord was 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 giving me because, you know, as you begin to pray and you set your faith for a direction. For the body of Christ, you know what we're doing, what Moran and I are doing is we're here. We're we're setting ourselves up to hear from God, to know how to take this church into another year. We we kind of try to set a course every year where we want to go. Last year, you know, we we had a desire to raise up 40 leaders and we did that. You know, we we had a desire to see life groups established in the, in, in the house of God. And we've seen that come to pass this year. And uh, our, our giving this past year was greater than the previous year. Praise God! But ev- every year things get better with Jesus, Amen. It, it, that's that's your story. Every year things get better with Jesus. But but see, there's there's one thing that you have to do. You have to connect to the vine. You have to be willing to connect to the to the life source that is Jesus, Amen. But you, if you begin to see this story, I I, I love this. Um, Because in the text, Jesus says, if you knew the gift of God and who is asking, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he he would have given you living water. See, a lot of times I, I believe that there's a reason why people don't ask is because they don't understand. They don't understand that there is a real life source that people can draw from. That, you know, as a believer, I mean you, you could say, Well, I believe in Jesus, but you know, beyond believing in Jesus, there's a real life source that you can draw from. That he'll meet, he'll not meet just your salvation and get you into heaven, but he'll he'll meet you in your healing. He'll meet you, he'll meet you in your finances, he'll meet you, he'll meet you wherever you're at to help you progress in life. And you know, Miranda and I last night, I don't even know what time we went to bed. We're a little, we're a little out of whack. We've been going for some time. F- was California, Hawaii, and I don't know. At three thirty in the morning, we're still talking about the Word. I, we're just we're talking about what God wants to do in the body of Christ, and you know why this, why that, and you know it's not 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 you know not a why in a negative way, but we believe God wants to do something great in this hour. I don't know what time we went to bed. I think I woke up, let the dog out at five, and went back to sleep for about an. I don't know. Jesus is good, though. I know that. Amen. Amen. But see, the woman asked, she asked a very specific question. The woman asked, do you have anything to draw the water? Where did you get this living water? She's, ask, she's asking a very, a very detailed, specific question because she doesn't understand. She, she, she doesn't understand where she's at. She doesn't understand who she's sitting with. But she asked a very specific question. Where do you get this living water? Where 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 do you get this from? You know, I I want to point out because it's so important to understand Jesus in the beginning part of this story in John four was with his disciples, and he broke away from his disciples. and Jesus was tired. The Bible says that he was weary. Please understand, Jesus was a man, just like you and I. He 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 was tired. He was weary. Yesterday when I uh <laughs> praise God. Yesterday when. Uh we got out of the airport, and uh, we flew from, we got to Red Eye from San Francisco to Pittsburgh. And you always think you're going to sleep on a plane. And uh, I don't know if anybody's ever flown. You, you, have this, you have this great anticipation that, man, I'm just going to, nobody's going to be beside me you know, I'm going to be able to stretch out, and, you know, and, and you know, and, and and it didn't happen that way. There was a seat in the middle, but I, I just wasn't able to get comfortable. I met a guy from India. We talked, we high-fived. The pilot was great, you know. He wanted everybody to introduce himself. He wasn't really, like, COVID worried, you know. I mean, he was like, if you would, just shake your neighbor's hand. I'm like, this is like church, praise Jesus, you know. So, you know, we're on a plane. He's like, give, give your neighbor a high-five. I was like, who is this pilot? Where, where's he been, you know? And, um, but as, um, I thought about this scripture last night because I, I seen something here. I seen Jesus was weary. And uh, when we landed in, in Pittsburgh, um, I told Miranda, said, "You know, you you go get the bags. They're kind of heavy, but if you can get them off, I said, I'll go get the van." And you know, because I didn't know where Zephan had actually parked the van, he parked it in the furthest lot away from anything. I think it was at the Marriott, uh, you know, off site that I had to actually walk four miles. Where don't know where Zephan's at. He's downstairs. I can talk about him, but I had to walk like four miles to get the van, and it's cold. Uh, you know, you just left 85 degree weather in Hawaii, and now you're walking in Pittsburgh, and it's snowing. And it's like, I got a, I, I did have a jacket. I bought a jacket in California because I thought it might didn't take one for whatever reason. I don't know why, but knowing that it would be cold. And so a- as I was walking, all I could think about was, man, I just can't wait to get home. I just want to get home. I want to crawl in my bed, you know, because when you're traveling, it's, it's what we were talking about before service. You know, you can go on vacation, Jimmy said, but when you get home and you sit in your recliner, that feels like vacation or when you go and you get in your bed you know you, you, that feels like vacation right we're, we're so excited about vacation but there's nothing like your own bed there's nothing like your own recliner and all I could visualize was d- just the fact that I was going to be able to go home and get in my bed and sleep you know because I hadn't slept you know I, 20 minutes airport sleep, you know plane sleeps not sleep you, you, you know some you know especially anyway I don't I don't need to get into all that because yeah, I remember a time Miranda was sleeping and, and her mask had slipped down and a lady woke her up and was like, can you put your mask above your nose? You know, as she was touching her, you know, like, c- c- you know, you know, worry about COVID, you know, go and, and pick, you know, are you kidding me? It, it, the weirdest things happened during that time. However, I, I, I got to quit. I got to stay with this. So so I'm walking and, and I'm tired. I'm, I'm just I'm tired. I, I want to go home. I go to the van and I click the button nothing. I'm like, the battery's dead. The battery's dead. And um, so, and so I get in the car, nothing. Just like what I thought, the battery's dead. Okay. Um, Who do I call? Pittsburgh airport, shuttle people, whatever. I make a phone call. Yeah, somebody will be there in 10 minutes. I'm thinking, praise Jesus. You know, I'm going to get the van jumped. I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it started and we're going to be able to go home. And it's, it's only going to take like 10 minutes, 15 minutes max. And I'm still going to be able to go home. Two and a half hours later, I'm still in the cold. I'm still, I'm still, I, I'm, I'm with, I'm with this, this guy. And, and I, I could begin to feel the pull and the draw from this guy. And I, and I knew what it, I, I knew from the very beginning. And I, and I think about Jesus and I think about where he's sitting. He's weary. He's, he's in this place of where he's tired. And I could begin to feel this pull from this guy. He was pulling, and I know, he's pulling on the anointing. He's pulling on that, that which is inside of me, which is Jesus. And after about, after about 30 minutes of going back and forth, he looks at me and says, are you a pastor? And I said, yes, sir, I am. Because I listened to him. And I'm, i gonna you know, be honest with you, in your, in your natural mind, in your flesh, you're like, I just want to go home and get in my bed. I don't want to talk to anybody. Pastors can be that way, too. I just want to go home and get in bed. But he begins to pull, and we go, and we sit in a truck for a few minutes, and and you know, and he starts just unloading and talking about his life, and you know, he had lost his, uh, you know, his stepson committed suicide, jumped off of a, a cruise ship, and he's just beginning to pour out, and he's saying, you know, why, and, and you know, what's going on, and you know, I, I, you know, I, I just feel like I need to be reconnected to church. I feel like I need to be reconnected to God, and, I, and I'm just listening, and then all of a sudden, I, as I open my mouth, Scripture just begins to flow out of me. Because it's, it's him that lives inside of me, even in my weariness, even in my tiredness. And I, see, I, I believe that's what God's going to do with the church. You may be tired. You may be going through junk. You may have, you may have mount, mounts of problems. But, but people are going to begin to pull, pull, pull off of you. Amen. He's going to begin to recognize Jesus in people. See, that's the job we have. We have to represent. This is the hour and time that the church has to represent. People are going to be, I'm telling you, it'll unfold supernaturally. I believe the greatest revival today is going to be through people. Yeah, I love the meetings. We're going to do the meetings. We're going to do the outreaches. We're going to do all that. But God's going to stir up people. He's going to, the Holy Spirit is, is, is in people. And people are going to, they're going to help people experience revival. Amen. I, I tell you, it's, it's going to be such a unique thing. You know, and as I, as I was with this gentleman, <laughs> we got the car started two and a half hours later and i i felt revitalized <laughs> because because jesus showed up because see that's what jesus wants to do he wants to show up you might be tired you might be weary again please get this you, you might have a you might have a ton going on in your life but jesus wants to show up he want you know you're you're, you're a vessel you're a vessel for the king of kings and the lord of lords. You're a vessel. And a man looked at me and said, sir, I, I went to give him some money to tip him. I asked the lady. The lady showed up and said, come buy you guys some coffee, give you some money. She said, it's up to you. And, you know, she didn't show up for very long. And I reached in my wallet and I pulled out some money and I gave it to the guy. And he said, you know what? I don't want your money. I want prayer and when he said that i i i am like this is what's getting ready to happen that material th- that th- you, you get this that material thing didn't matter to that guy what he wanted was the what he wanted was was to be in relationship what he was wanting was god he needed god he didn't need money he recognized very quickly you know I, you know I blessed him anyway he took my money i wanted him to take my money i blessed him but you know he 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 wanted god and so, you know, I, I said, listen, and he started, you know, I've been in prison. I've, I've done this. I've done that. He started confessing. I said, listen, we're going to confess to God. I'm not a priest. I'm not Catholic. You don't have to. You don't have to confess your you know, you do confess your sins to your brother. It's good to be accountable to somebody. If you're not accountable, you should be period. That's why we have life groups. That's why we do prayer. Get accountable. This will be the year that, that, that the church has to become accountable. People that want to do it by themselves, it's not going to work. People that want to be out here, all loners, it's not going to work. You've got to be accountable. You've got to be connected to the vine. You've got to be connected in a house. You've got to be connected. Just like that gentleman. You know, it's the connection that drew him. God had been speaking to him. I believe that. So we prayed. You know, he began to confess. I said, let's confess your sins to Jesus. He, and that's what he did. He began to confess. And as he did that, the power, I mean, we're in the parking lot. You know, he, he's reaching out, grabbing me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, Jesus, this is, you know, this it was the easiest salvation. I, you know, I, we, listen, we've been in some pretty crazy places to pray with people. And this was the easiest, and I said, this is it, Lord. This is what we're going to begin to see happen. This is what we're going to begin to see happen in the body of Christ. People are going to begin to draw. They're going be to they're, they're begin to pull closer to you. And God, use us. Use us. Even as we prayed last night, you know, here I am, Lord, send me. Send me. Send me. Send me. See, it's 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 easy. <laughs> the easy way a lot of times in, in situations like this are it's easy to run away. It's it's easy just to overlook. I'll keep you in prayer. Please don't say that to people. I'll pray for you. I mean, it, it, since I've been home, I had a guy I, I I spent time with just praying with yesterday from Hawaii. Because I I care about him. He's a friend. He's like, man, i got some health issues. How long has it been going? Since September. Why didn't you call sooner? Get in faith with people. Get in faith with people. God wants to do this. That's what he wants to do. He's building the body of Christ. That's what God wants to do. Praise God. And I believe it will be that kind of a year, even when you're minding your own buis- business and, and, and you're going about your normal routines, people are going to spot you. They're going to look at you and say, what's different about you? Now, if you walk ar- around and you've got a scowl on your face all the time and you look depressed and, and you look like you're mad at everybody, you know, when you go to Walmart, not, not so. Put a smile on your face this year. Have, have joy this year choose joy amen when you go places you represent Jesus I believe it will be such a unique year where you represent Jesus just by just by your smile just by your face just by just, j- j- and people people will be drawn to that amen amen I want to walk you into this a little bit um, praise God I got plenty of time She asked, are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as well as his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, whoever drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of this water that I shall give him will never thirst. See, we we, we have to we have to give people the truth. I believe it'll be such a unique year where, where people are going to desire the truth of the word of God. I'm not talking about religion. I'm not talking about, you know, I'm not talking about just being in church. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about being in a personal relationship. Because sometimes we can miss this and promote church when we need to be promoting Christ. You know, what we had in January the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, we encountered Jesus. We laid hands on a lady. Her baby hadn't moved in a month. Get this guy. The, the baby hadn't moved in a month, and we laid hands. Michael, you know, Evangelist Michael was here. Rand and I went over, and we, we prayed. We laid hands on her stomach, and the baby moved. That's the living power of our God. Guys, that, that's the living power of our God. He, he is very real. The, these things are very tangible. Pastor, how is that possible? All things are possible with God. You know, you, uh, you know, other people were healed. You know, I I, I prayed with a boy. I tell you, there, there's a faith that's rising up in the body of Christ. It's, it's, it's different. It's different. Last Sunday morning, I was in Hawaii. I was preaching a Polynesian service, and a boy was in a wheelchair. And I said, you know, and he received salvation. He raised his hand for salvation. He received salvation. I said, bring him up here. I want to pray with him. And I, you know, and I, you know, and I reached down and I said, you know, listen, Do you want to walk? And he said, yeah. (laughs) I said, well, then let's walk. And I said, when's the the last time, you know, you you walked? And he he had a hard time communicating. But I I reached down, and they started taking the the, the braces down from the the wheelchair. And I said, let's do this. (laughs) And he stood up. And I, you know, and I said, let's walk. And he picked one foot up and another foot up. And another foot up. And he had his head pressed against my shoulder. And I said, we're walking. How do you feel? I feel good, he said. And I said, you know, th- th- this is what God's going to do in this hour. You know, I'm believing that this, this Brandon is his name. God's going to restore him. Amen. Completely. Amen. Guys, listen. Our God is a God of miracles. You know, this, this will be commonplace in the house of God. You know, you know some people be, might even get uncomfortable with that, but that's who our God is. God's the healer. God's the miracle giver. Amen? You know, people will make that mistake sometimes and think, well, this person has this, this person has. It's not about what, it's about what we carry. And God flowing through us. Amen? That's what God's going to do in this hour. He's going to flow through the body of Christ. It's, <laughs> get ready. Get ready. God's going to use people. He doesn't use angels. A lot of people, angels, angels, angels. You know, God's not, angels are here to aid us. Angels don't heal people, angels don't lead people into salvation. That's not, that's not how it works. God uses people, and He's going to use people. Praise God. You know, even last night, I think at three o'clock, you know, Miranda and I were talking and uh, the woman said to him, "He says, sir, give me this water that I may not thirst nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, go call your husbands and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, you have said, well, I have no husband for you have had five husbands. (laughs) And the one whom you now have is not your husband. And that you spoke truly. Y- you know, Jesus even here, you know, the, the lady's caught in sin, basically. Jesus didn't pick up a stone. He didn't throw it at her. And, you know, Miranda said something last night. Y- Jesus is here. And what, what's, God, what's God the Father doing here? He's wanting to get her attention. He, he, he's, he's drawing attention to who he is. He's presenting a living water. He's showing her a way out. See, that's what Jesus does. He shows us a way out. He shows us how to commune with him and come into relationship with him. That's what he's doing with the church right now. He's he, he, he's showing us how, how to be connected, how how how, how to come into real relationship. Guys, I, I, you know, please understand this t- this morning. I, the gospel is not a confusing gospel. But men but men sometimes will make it confusing you will, will argue over the, the 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 simplest things you know and people ask me pastor why do we have so many churches why do we have a Methodist church why do we have a Baptist church why do we have a Pentecostal church why do we have this church why do we anybody ever wondered that uh, just me so nobody else ever you know I used to wonder that I thank God for all the churches that preach Jesus. Amen. I pr- I thank God for all the churches that preach Jesus. It'll be important to be in a church that preaches Jesus, though. It'll be it'll be very important to believe uh, to be in a church that uh, that's not going to walk in fear. That that sets itself apart to do the works that Jesus has called us to do. But see, I think God wanted to, you know, I, I don't think this, I see this. God wanted to get her attention. Jesus wasn't picking up stones. He was, he was basically saying, look, I'm the life source. And I go on to say this because I believe the greatest, uh, the, the greatest hour is upon the church and that God is calling. He's calling you and I. He's calling the church to do something. Honestly, maybe we haven't done a very good job at. And that's showing people who he is. Not who I am, but who he is. See, your life isn't your own. And see, that's, that's the gravest mistake we make when we get saved. Jesus is working on me, working on the inside. You know, Jesus is working on me. Yeah, he is working on you. But what's the purpose of him working on you? It's so that you can be a light to the world. And you, know, and, and, you know, watch this, because this is what's really cool. The lady, the, the lady, she 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 has an encounter with Jesus, right? She has a, I mean, really, it's a miraculous kind of encounter. And Jesus begins to talk about a living water that she can drink of that she'll never thirst again. If she would only just just drink of this water. Jesus isn't condemning the lady, he's he's showing her a way out. He's showing her how to come into relationship. And you know what the lady does? She receives it. You know how I know she receives it? What's she do? She begins. She leaves. She runs, and she goes back to her village, and she begins to tell the people. There's a man that you've got to meet. There's somebody that you've got to meet. You know, this guy. You know, is he the Messiah? I would certainly think that it could be the Messiah. She begins to tell her whole community about a man. <laughs> you know i'm paraphrasing the story i love i love this story but see i believe that's the pull right now it's it's that once we have jesus in us we now we now we now have the responsibility to tell others you know the, the you know the enemy i i, I believe iso- this will be a year that that, that there's there's a cancelization and, and isolation that people aren't going to be isolated from the body of Christ. Sons and daughters are coming home. Sons and daughters are coming home in Jesus name. That this will be the kind of a year that people people will say, you know, I you know, I'm I'm dropping the offense. I'm dropping the hurt. I'm not I, you know, I you know, listen. Guys, we everybody's been hurt. Everybody's been offended. I don't know why we don't get that. I don't know why in the body of Christ, you know, everybody wants to talk about their, you know, we've all been hurt. We've all had pain. But if we'll look at the author and finisher of our faith, if we begin to look at, we begin to, you know, look at the everlasting life that God has given us, man, our, our everything shifts. Everything shifts. Because we won't focus on, well, I'm hurt. Oh, this person said that, or this person said this, or, or I'm offended, or, or you know, we, we won't focus on that. Because, see, that's what the enemy does. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. <laughs> that's his assignment. But Jesus said, but I have come to give you life, life more abundantly. That's what I want. That's what I want for you. That's what the church is called to walk in. You know... It, well, you know, Pastor, I don't feel like coming to church. It doesn't matter how you feel. And we've got to get over our feelings. We've got to now step into an arena where, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to do what the Word says. I'm going, to, the, I'm going to be obedient to what the Word of God says. It's not, it, you know, it, you, listen, if we did everything in our life based off of, off of our feelings, none of us would be in church. I slept two and a half hours last night. How do I feel? I feel good. Because it's a Jesus living on the inside of me. But sometime this afternoon, I know it'll hit me. I'll be like, man, I gotta crash for like a half hour. But tonight I'll be, you know, we'll be back here ready to go. Amen. It, it, because I, I I know it's it's sacrificial because I love the body. And I'll come in with a smile and I'll say, look at what Jesus can do. It's not about how we feel. And I believe this lady, she, she caught that. She, you, know, you know, she wasn't running to say, well, Jesus knew about my five husbands. He knew about this. He knew about that. She, she didn't run to the village and talk about fear. She didn't run to the village and say, well, you know, and gossip. You know, she didn't run to the village and, 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 and talk about all the problems. She ran back to the village to say, look, there's a man that you have to meet. There, the, the, he could be the Messiah. I think he's the Messiah. You know, I, he's talking about a water that you can drink of that you'll never thirst again. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's what he's talking about. And guess what? I'm drinking of that water. You can drink of that water. You know, I love that in John 4, 28, it says, The woman then left her, wa- her, her water spot and went the way into the city and said to the men, Come see a man who told me all these things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? He, he sees all. He knows all. Nothing's hidden from God. Everything in secret, God sees. That's a real revelation. That's a real revelation. I believe that I believe in it's the first part of this year that you know even in this, God's calling to church into repentance. He's calling us into a place of real repentance. He's calling us into a place where you know what? I, I I I need him. Above all else, I need him. He's calling us into a place of repentance. He knew everything. He knew everything about me. God knows everything about you. Wow. Wow. See, that's where when we begin when we begin to, we begin to, to grab that. And we begin to see that that's that's where, like, the it's the beginning of wisdom, the fear of the Lord. He knows everything about me. He knows he knows he knows the little little crux I have. He knows the little prideful things that I carry. He knows the little things that I've got to work out of my life. Amen. I believe God is truly calling the church into repentance. He's calling the church into a place. Maybe it's, you know, it, it's because see God God will operate and he'll flow through that. He'll, he'll, he'll flow through a repentant heart. He'll flow through that. He'll flow through that. Amen. Four thirty-nine forty-five. It says, and many of the Samaritans of the city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me that he told me that all that I ever did. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. He stayed there two days, and many more people believed because of his own word. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe not because of what you have said, for we ourselves have heard him, and we know that he is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Now after these two days, he departed from there, and he went to Galilee. For Jesus himself testified that a prophet has, an honor, has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, the, Galilee, uh, the Galilee Galatians received him, having seen all the things he did in Jerusalem at the feast. For they also had gone to the feast. It's a unique story uh, in the Bible that, um, you know, and I'll say this because, you know, a lot of times... Uh, Here it is, a woman, a lady that becomes an evangelist. wasn't a guy, it's a lady, you know. A guy probably would have forgot what had happened, so I I don't know. So, you know, got distracted. Squirrel? I don't know. So, that's just me at times, but I'm not making fun of men, but, you know, anyway. But here it is, uh, God's using a woman. He's using a lady. To go back as, as as an evangelist. To go back as an evangelist. This is what I believe God's saying to the church. He's saying to this church: This will be a year of evangelism. I said all this to say that <laughs> that this will be a year of evangelism. This will be a this w- this will be a time when God pulls people personally into relationship. If you don't want this, you, you please understand. If you don't want this, you don't have to walk this way. I'm just telling you that that's what the Lord is doing. He's pulling. You know h- how 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 is the church going to grow and and be rooted? It's it's through relationship. It it is truly through re- relationship. We uh, don't get me wrong. We need the power of God. The miracles, the signs, the wonders, people getting healed, people getting touched by God. Absolutely, we need that. But God's calling the church into relationship. These life groups that we run, these things that we do, they're, 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 they're done. They're done to pull people into relationship. You know, please, please hear my heart in this. Get connected and stay connected. You want to know how the church advances? It's through prayer. It's through corporate prayer coming together God you know God working together through the body of Christ we'll pray more this year <laughs> than we did last year and I and I believe that but God you know he, he, he's doing something in the body that's greater than <laughs> greater than we can even think or even imagine minister why don't you come to the keyboard Personal evangelism. I want to challenge. Um, I want to challenge this church, even at the beginning part of this year, to reach the one. To reach the one. To d- to you know, does anybody know anybody that needs to hear G- hear about Jesus? Does anybody know anybody that need, needs to receive Jesus Christ? Yeah, many of us do. A, a real relationship. Not, not, a, not a fake relationship. Guys, this isn't a game. If, it, if this were a football game, listen, we're in the fourth quarter. We're in the fourth quarter right now. We're in the fourth quarter. You know, we it's not like we we can we 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 can sit and you know, I'll get it figured out 10 years from now. Guys, I don't know that we have 10 years. Pray that we do. Pray that we do. Amen. Pray that we've got pray that we've got another 30. But please understand Jesus could come back at any given time. And people people miss that. Prophetically, when you begin to see the Bible and you begin to see the unfolding and things that are happening, things that are, that are happening right now on, on earth, Jesus could come back for the church at any given time. And my fear as a pastor is people aren't ready. They've made excuses. They said, not now. I'll do it when I get older. They, they they they've come up with a, a lot of different reasons why they shouldn't serve God, and I and I, you know I'm not. It's not even about giving a strong altar call today. Because listen, you you know even this morning here. Listen, let this story let this story resonate in your heart. Because listen, you you know you know this morning where you stand. I don't. God can reveal things to me prophetically. Yes, he can. You know, you can you can get a word of I don't know where people's hearts are at. But I know that Jesus wants to connect with people today. He's calling. Just like this woman, he's calling. He's calling. He, he Jesus is calling. And you know, even when he was tired, what was he willing to do? Meet with her. Some of you are going to say, Pastor, I'm tired. And then somebody's going to show up. Pastor, I don't feel like leading another life group. Pastor, I don't feel like 6 a.m. prayer. Pastor, I don't even feel like 8 a.m. Hey, come on now. 8 a.m. is a lot easier than 6. Pastor, I don't feel like going to extras special prayer church on Saturday night. I'm tired, Pastor. He he wants more. Do you see that? He wants more of us. He wants more of us. I, I'm challenged, so... It would be a grave mistake for me not to challenge you for where God is taking us this year. I want to tell you I'm not looking at the hard things. I'm looking at what God's going to do. I'm looking at what God's going to do through people. Man, it's going to be great. Pastor, what if this happens? What So what if it happens? I, I believe it's you know, unshakable faith I declare that over this house an, an unshakable faith an unshakable I'm not going to be shaken by by the circumstances of this world and you know, brother don talked about it, you know the economy you know you know interest rates now at 8.7 percent to buy a house I mean come on now it's you know I, I would rather operate under God's economy amen i'm not i'm not I'm not moved <laughs> If gasoline goes to $10 a gallon, guess what? I have the money to put it in my tank to, 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 to get to where I need to go. Amen? I, I'm not stre- I'm not stressed about money. Because I have a covenant partner. My God owns all the silver and all the gold. Owns all the cattle. I'm not moved by, I'm not, we, you know, listen, that, that's it. I'm not, we can't be moved by everything that's taking place in the world. Because if you are, you're going to walk in fear. You need a job, God can give you a job. You need a better job, God can give you a better job. You come into covenant with Him and everything shifts. Everything changes. You come into relationship with Him, everything changes. He brings healing to your life. He brings healing to your marriage. He he brings healing. Amen. Amen. He touches us right where we're at.